Yes, I'm moving. Oh, we're live. Are we live? Are we live? Ragdoll living in a movie. Hot tramp. Daddy's little cutie. Pull up the comments, bro. So. Get comments. Daddy never see me leaving by the back door. Back door. What's up, everybody? This is going to the main page. We are live. Tom and Z Morning Rounds, episode nine. And the reason we're going to the main page is we have an interesting announcement, Tom Heineberg. Facebook is doing an alpha trial with you, which is to be able to give us these things called stars. Do you understand what stars are, Tom Heineberg? Stars are like Bitcoins, but on Facebook. I think that's about right. They're... <laughs> It's a way They're to, like in-game currency, but for live streams on Facebook. Exactly. Yes. So we're one of the first to get to try this that isn't a gamer. And what it basically means is that if you like something that we're saying or you want to get our attention, you can, in the comments section, you ought to have a little star icon. If you click it, within the app, you can purchase, using whatever credit card you have on file, uh, these little stars. And it's like, you know, whatever some amount of money per star, like a penny or something, depending on how many you buy. And then you can give them to me with a comment. And if you give us stars, we will probably look at your comment and be like, hey, let's answer that. And so there's different things we can do with that. Like if you give us enough stars, Doc Vader may give you a personalized hate mail uh, or some kind of shout out. And it all that sort of star money goes to support Tom's drug habit. That's right. So it's perfect, really. It's, it's meth though, I do meth, which is the cheapest drug. So you don't have to give many stars. It's it's the cheapest of all the drugs. It's the cheapest yes. drug there is. Is, is that even true? <laughs> no. I, no I <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's what I really want to talk about before we get into all the uh, the stars. We, oh, by the way, pour wait, ourselves out for Facebook stars. Facebook wanted me. They wanted me to tell you guys you got to update your app. Make sure you have the latest Facebook app, or else you may not have the functionality to to give the stars. All right, back to you, Tom. That means all you people running uh, on iPhone fours, you screwed. Oh, you're, you're screwed. so screwed um, for okay. many reasons. So, Z. I watched the Flat Earth documentary on Netflix. Why did you do such a thing? It's called Behind the Curve. And it's about the people who believe the Earth is fucking flat. Now, I went into this documentary with a lot of preconceptions. These people are fucking morons. Um, <laughs> We're going to the main page. Watch the F-bombs. Sorry, sorry. Josh Whitmore gave us 95 stars for more F-bombs. Yeah. And uh, when Whitmire. I watched this documentary, you know, it, it blew my mind. Because they were even dumber than I thought they were. <laughs> So, what does the documentary is about? Why people think the Earth is flat in this whole movement? It's about people who think the Earth is flat. And they follow some of these flat Earthers around, and mm. they sort of, you know, get their. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say theories, but they're not. Theories. They're not theories. They're just crazy. They're the the rantings of insane people. But but that's exactly. not what the documentary showed, right? You you actually well, so, started. To, so yeah. the, in the documentary, there are there are scientists who yeah. contextualize this experience, you know, or what's going on in this phenomenon. They talk about Dunning Kruger and all the stuff we talk about on the show, you know, where when you're an expert, you have imposter syndrome mm. and you know a lot about a topic, so you don't actually speak out about the topic because you you're like, well, I, you know, we were just talking about well, this yeah. actually before we went live that you you only hang around with other smart people, and so you never feel very smart. But right. when you're king of the idiots, <laughs> it's really easy to. To think that you're the smartest person in the room, and that you know that the Earth is flat, and other people just haven't picked up on it yet. Yeah, I think I it think al it also gives you special knowledge. You get to be a special person because it's like, hey, maybe you're 45 and your life didn't work out, you know, quite the way you wanted to, and you may still live with your mom, you know, who's a nice lady who makes you tuna casserole. But you know, that's not exactly what you pictured for yourself, and so maybe you find a, a shocking discovery, you know, that the Earth is flat. 
And then this gives you a special power. Now you're a special person. And you go to a conference and there's this guy, Mark Sargent. So he's like, he's the tip of the spear or he's the, he's the, what's the flat part of the flat or I don't know. He's, anyway. he's the, the, the shaft of the, of the thing. The haft of the... He's the center of the flat earth. Now, hold, hold on. Before you talk about the center of the flat earth, this is insane, by the way. So Kathleen Bratcher gave us 150 stars, all right? And she says, please congratulate me. I just received my hospital pin for 10 years service today. Congratulations, Kathleen, on not being a flat earther and for also being a supporter of the show. Much appreciated. Back to you, Tom. Dustin James also sent 95 stars, and I think he would want me to continue with my flat earth diatribe. He would, but first I would tell him, <laughs> I would sing him a song. I would be like, Dustin James, thank you for the 95 stars. Uh, Dustin James, Dustin James. Now you got to do JC Crown over because they also sent JNC Crown over says it works. Thank you. Thanks for the 95. Thanks, Darren Wong. The D-Dub, Rachel Rebecca, sent us 50 stars. 50. That's half a dollar of stars. So anyway, yes. there's this guy. His name's Mark Sargent. He's the first person who posted a video online about Flat Earth, and he was just like, wait a minute, you guys. And uh, <laughs> he became like famous in the Flat Earth circle of He's idiots. like patient zero yeah. of the Flat Earth and epidemic. And so now they have a conference, and you know, he's the guy who still lives with his mom. Or it seems in the documentary that he... It's, he's mo most likely living with his mom. He's him and his mom seem to be pretty tight, and he's a middle aged man. Um, <laughs> like his mom's his best friend. That's all I'm saying. So anyway, I mean, yeah, yes. They go on so dates. They, you know, he goes to the conference at the end of this documentary, and he stands up on stage, and he's such a special person. Everybody's asking him questions about the flat Earth and everything. And before this, this guy was just a total fucking nobody. You know, he was a zero. And now he's special, and that's what Flat Earth does for people. Is it gives you special knowledge because it's like, yeah, I work, I work for other people, and I don't like my job, I don't like my life, but you know what? All y'all motherfuckers are beneath me because <laughs> you all think the Earth is round. <laughs> you know who isn't beneath me? Karen Voigt, Cindy Bernard, uh, Allison also, Vaughn, Darren Wong, Darren Wong. I already Rachel called out Rebecca, Rachel Rebecca, I like Kathleen that. Kappa, oh, Risa Dubois sent us. 420 stars, one for each time she smoked weed. 420. Amazing. We got to read Christine's comment who says, you get the stars because not only do you curse on my level, but you make me laugh and educate me at the same time. Well, you multitask, and this nurse loves it. Thanks. Fuck yeah. And Catherine Henderson gave us 530 stars, which is such an odd number for a lovely human being. Okay, thank you for that, Catherine. I feel like such a star fucker right now. You know what? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not supposed to swear on the show. <laughs> well, you know what's supposed to happen and what happens with the stars. You give us enough stars, we will swear nonstop. Just cover the kids' ears or tell them that, you know, these are not people you should emulate, especially in terms of facial hair. But, it, but okay, so here's a point I want to get back to about the flatter. By the way, Risa while, says the stars are for Logan. While we're doing star stuff in the middle. <laughs> Is uh, there was a, so there's a guy you know they go to one of the, they have all these scientists from Cal Poly and JPL and all, you know like 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 you it's scientists like, it's like aiming at a howitzer you know at like a cat or something like it's 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 like Kim Jong Un right. like it's, yeah shooting an anti aircraft weapon at like one of his advisors it's extreme right? overkill but mm -hmm. one of the scientists from JPL which is the Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena for anybody who doesn't know he gets up on stage at a conference amongst the other scientists and he goes you know here's the thing about these flat Earth people they're scientists who we haven't served because they're going in the wrong direction because of miseducation. Mm. These people, because when you watch the documentary, it's fascinating. They go out and they perform experiments to see if the earth is flat. And 
shockingly, a lot of them keep failing because <laughs> it's fucking round. <laughs> so, so they get this laser gyroscope thing, you know, and the guy goes, uh, you know, if it moves 15 degrees, it proves that the earth is turning. And this thing is the most precise, cost us $20,000. It's the, one of the most precise instruments on the planet. It sounds like a Johnny Cochran thing. If it moves, right. it proves. So it turned 15 degrees because the earth is fucking turning all the time. <laughs> right? So this guy goes, oh, shit. And now he starts working backwards. Backwards, trying to reframe his conclusion. His yeah, so yeah. they're doing science, but incorrectly, because right. nobody has taught them the scientific So imagine you know, if you gave them the tools. Process. If you educated exactly. them. Exactly, and right. taught them how science really works. Because I, really, they, they actually care about science, and they want to, but it's just bad science. I feel this way sometimes about anti-vaxxers, and they can do these complicated yes. PubMed searches to find the, the crumbs of poor evidence that support their delusional view. Imagine if you unleash them actually on the site of real, actually proper science. Yeah. They, they would crush it. Well, and these people are all the same. In the documentary, he says, Flat Earth is the last book on the conspiracy shelf, you know? Yeah. And he goes, you don't want to open it, but then when you do, you're like, oh my God, once it's flat, you can never go back. Right? <laughs> but you have to go through, you know, the, the JFK assassination and the moon landing and dinosaurs. You know, a, lot, There's of them, a, a lot. lot of them don't believe in dinosaurs. You know they that, don't right? believe in dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Also, this is a very, um, it's a very Christian thing that I oh. found. This is like a fundamentalist Christian belief as well because really? they're like all these atheists and, you know, statists, they just want to lie to you about the, you know, the world so that they can pull the wool over your eyes about a bunch of other things. And, you know, you have to go through, you have to disprove, <laughs> like, you can't have gravity if you're a flat earther because... Yeah, doesn't yeah, work. It doesn't work. Right. By the way, so Jill Beans, who I just replayed her donation of 500 stars, she says, if we tired for MMR, do we need a booster? I work in a large downtown city hospital with a large homeless and drug problem and low compliance rate. We have several reported cases in Seattle. So I love it. So 500 stars is going to get a medical opinion from me. The bottom line is if you tired and your titers were, were positive for immunity, you likely don't need a booster. It wouldn't hurt you if you got a booster. If your titers are negative... It also doesn't mean you're not immune. It may mean that they're false negative, but still getting a booster is not gonna harm you. It'll only boost, if you're already immune, it'll boost that immunity a little bit more, according to Paul Offit, who seems to know about this kind of thing. So great, thanks for the donation. And Samantha Nichols, who is not a flat earther, says, I just had an amazing interview for a new grad RN residency and I should find out tomorrow. My background is ED, so this is my dream. 250 stars to get as many fingers crossed as I can. I just hit replay. Let's see if that shows up. There it is, Samantha Nichols. I just had an amazing, so Samantha, there's a shit ton of people. This is so unscientific, by the way. We're just talking about delusion. Yeah. So us crossing our fingers for you is going to do absolutely jack shit, <laughs> except for give you a really strong placebo. So you're welcome, and thank you. Uh, uh, Catherine Moore Henderson sent 530 stars, and she says, keep up the good work. Love tuning in. Yes, I believe I shouted her out uh Earlier, you got to catch up. To I was doing a whole flat Earth diatribe. I know, and it was good. All now, right, hold on, right. wait. There's more. Somebody gave us 1,200, and unfortunately, my little panel just froze. So now I have to reboot it. Uh, so the thing about the flat Earth, while we're looking at this, wait, panel, are you saying you're caught up on stars, bro? Bro, you're never are caught, you up caught up on up? stars. Listen, Did you get Missy Wise. Listen to Logan sneezing back there. Someone gives Logan stars so he can get a, a allergy consult. Did you get Phyllis Frederick? No, mm -hmm. no. You're not as caught up as you said you were, bro. Why should we even believe in you and trust in you? Everybody take back your stars. I don't take, <laughs> take them back. Missy Wise, take back your 100 stars. <laughs> 500 stars from Jill Beans. We talked about, I read her comment. Samantha Nichols, uh, we talked about her comment. Okay, now let me get caught up with the stars. Ashley Stewart, always, thanks for always making me laugh. Thank you for the 250 stars. 
And then we've got Christy, Christy Murillo, 295 stars. Just want to send more love. Thank you, darling. We love you too. Uh, and there's somebody sent us 1,200 stars, but I've lost, um, I've lost that. So maybe Logan, Logan can look Logan, it up. Logan, get that me. back. That person, Rachel, five That person's we, a whale. We, we think, Whoever yeah. sent the 1,200. We need those whales. So speaking of whales, so how do the flat earthers feel about oceans? Where do they, how do they not just pour over the side? Uh, they think that there's an ice wall. So, okay, so they, they okay. think there's an ice wall surrounding the flat earth. Got it. And so they're all going to do a cruise. You, you may have heard about the flat earth cruise. I have. They're all going to do a cruise down to, you know, Antarctica where they prove that there's a whole bunch of fucking ice down there. Because, yeah. <laughs> That's what the poles are, you dipshit. <laughs> like, it's a bunch of ice at the north and north and south pole. You're gonna find out. You go in. You go sailing for ice, Z. You're gonna find ice. I'm sailing away. By the way, uh, oh, but I gotta tell you this before we do. Before we do, actually, do the stars. Do the stars. Do the stars. Well, no, I'm just gonna say, as far as the stars go, the more you purchase at once, the less they cost. So you actually end up giving us more money if you spend more money up front. Apparently, so if you buy a few stars, they're less value per star because they take a uh, the credit card processing takes a cut. If you buy more stars, it's like more like a penny per star or something like that. That's what we ultimately get. Uh, so, so far we've made $72 on this show, Tom Heineberg. Ooh. You know, I'm going to blow it all on crack. RLI sent 1,200 stars. I hope I said your name correctly. Ah, RLI Mav. Mav. That's how I would say it. RLI, yeah. Well, RLI. RLI Mav, we would Mav. <laughs> There'll be stars when you are having stars. <laughs> Leave it. By the way, our audio producer is here. We won't say his name. That but, was uh, worth He's just, stars. just, just. Just going like no, no Z, don't do it. Um, okay, so okay, here's another thing about the flat Earth. They all call each each other shills inside of the flat wait, Earth. What? Yes. Tell me about this. because how just, do you shill for flat Earth? Because just like the suffragettes, uh, Susan B. Anthony, I believe, and David Bowie, <laughs> <laughs> there were there factions form inside of the movement, right? Yeah. And so it's like this dude's a shill. This dude's a CIA plant. And one of the girls who they were calling, you know, they have this like, they have this like sort of hot YouTuber girl. She's like, she looks like she was trying to be a model actress when she was younger and it didn't work out for her. So is now, it because is it because right. she's flat? No, no. Because that would be ironic. No, she's got big tits. And oh. uh <laughs> But she's now she's like 45 and you know, she's doing this to like get some attention. How whatever. dare you accuse okay. were you gonna but say something about boobs they, and being 45? They called her a shill in the thing, and so she starts to question herself. She goes, Oh my god, you know, this thinking, it believes you know, I see people think this way inside of our movement, and and I I just think, am I wrong? And then I think, no, of course I'm not. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you might, you are, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's actually, and so do you recommend people watch the documentary? I mean, is it? I thought it was interesting from a psychological perspective. Yeah. You know, and it made me, um, it made me feel more empathetic towards the flat earth people, even though. Because they're just Part sad. of me wants to kill them. They're just um, sad, and yeah. Just yeah. Remove, just push their ash off the edge of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, never see them again. You know, speaking of the edge of the earth, you like how I do this? He's talking about being a shill. <laughs> this is the first time we're doing the stars thing, and I feel like I'm a fucking Jerry. Uh, who was the guy? Who was the guy who does the telethon for the kids with developmental disabilities? Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. I feel like Jerry Lewis. Okay, now if we're gonna raise money, it turns out there's a leaderboard, and the top five donors of stars in this episode: Arali Mav. Christine Porter with 1,200. Both of them 1,200. Christine, thank you. Rachel Kinman at 780. Catherine Moore at 530. And Jill Beans, Cool Beans at 500. 
Also, shout out to Sharon, who just sent in. I see Fitty. 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 And Johnny, who said the earth is flat, though, so I feel triggered. You know what? You know what? I believe it's flat. I believe it's flat, too, because I, I believe my eyeballs, Tom Honover. No, this is an interesting point. Um, they, you know, there's like some, you know, they, they recently did a survey of Kansas. And turns out Kansas is one of the flattest spots on the flat earth. Yeah. Like, it's flat as fuck. All yeah. of Kansas. Also the just, dopest band on the planet. Yeah. It's yeah. just fucking flat. Don't sing anymore, Kansas. Okay. All we are is dust in the wind. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not bloody raga. So if you lived in Kansas and, you know, you were doing these experiments on the flat earth. Yeah, you would. You actually would come up with a lot of false positives that said that the earth was flat. Yep. Because you can't do the curvature as well in Kansas as you can other places. Unless you get in a balloon like the wizard did, and then you can see the curvature of the earth. Right. All right? So. Oh, it's fascinating, too, because they, they're doing this documentary during the 2017 uh, eclipse that happened in North America. And the way that the flat earthers deal with the eclipse is they just mock it. They all uh-huh. went to eclipse sites and <laughs> mocked the eclipse. <laughs> and they were like, it's like watching the best visual effects I've ever seen in my life. You know, it's like a Hollywood. We live inside a Hollywood back lot. They basically think they live in the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Which, you know, they're not wrong. Everything is so postmodern thought is so insane. Yeah. That all truths are equal. Well, why not mine? That the earth is flat and we live in a movie. I saw something on YouTube where this chick was a young black chick and she was like, we need to get rid of scientific thought because that is colonial thinking. Okay. And like, you know, there are people in tribes in Africa that think that they can send lightning bolts to each other. And, you know, Western patriarchal modernist imperialist thought in their science won't allow us to even look at that possibility. It's like, bitch, that's not real. And you need to shut the fuck up like real quick. All right. Now, speaking about someone who should not shut the fuck up, uh, Sar gave us 1200 stizars and she says, Hey guys, this is Sarah Kay. Best advice for a new nurse from a physician's perspective. Ooh, Ooh that's a good question. All right. If, if you hadn't like put yourself in Sarah's position you're you're on the you're on the floor. All right. I've always wanted to be a woman. You're dealing with a bunch of bullshit. So much n- bullshit. A new nurse comes in. What do you do? Okay. This is the best advice I can give you. When you approach physicians, okay, don't approach. We can smell fear. We'll immediately be like, wait, what's going on here? What you have to do is approach with a kind of curiosity. So many of us like to teach. The word doctor comes from the Latin docere, which means to teach. So if you're a new nurse, you can say, you know, doc, here's what I'm calling about, but I'm a new nurse. Could you explain why we do it this way? Because I want to learn why that is. Or just take a second to ask a good question. And if the doctor is not a complete dick, which isn't guaranteed, but most of them aren't, you will actually form a kind of weird bond because the doctor actually actually does want to teach. Ask questions, be curious, use critical thinking. Don't just click the boxes and, and follow the algorithms like we're trying to train people now to get through the day. You actually have to use your mind and your heart when you're a nurse. And, and I think any doctor worth their salt would love to see that from a new nurse and would help to teach and mentor. And it creates an infectious around you that, you know, and, and, and again, nurses are known to eat their young and be horrible to the young people and turn them into horrible people. Why, why, why do we need to do that? I think that was a great answer. You do? Also, a handsome young man named Tom Heineberg just gave 1,200 stars and he wants to talk about the flat earth. So 
Here's the thing about the flat earth thing. <laughs> I hate you so much, Tom Heinrich. Hey, hey, I'm on the leaderboard now, peeps. All I have, right. I have to pay taxes on your donation. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think about. Tom, you just bumped me into another pack tax bracket. No, okay, I gotta tell this thing. Yeah, yeah. So the guy is like the guy's making the Truman Show analogy. The flat earther is making the Truman Show analogy because he believes that we live in a real life Truman show. And uh, for anybody who doesn't remember the Truman show, it's where Jim Carrey lives in a big dome basically and they make a television shot of his life came out the same time as ed tv with matthew mcconaughey which is the inferior film okay <laughs> it's really like the uh the volcano to the dante's inferno the, you know what i'm saying the cb4 yes. to the uh uh, uh fear of a black it's hat the ants to the bug's life yes you know? yes yeah. yes it's <laughs> the it's... illusionist to the prestige ah. anyway he goes, you know, if you were Truman, you'd want to leave because you had nothing left to live for. And that's like me. I have nothing left to live for. So that's why I want to get out of, out of the flat earth. But if I was like the mayor of the Truman Show, I'd want to stay there because I'd be having a great time and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, first of all, they were all actors in the Truman Show. So the mayor wasn't like a real person. Anyway, <laughs> second of all, the interviewer goes, well, aren't you sort of the mayor of flat earth? And he goes, I can't leave the flat earth. People would crucify me. <laughs> and you're like, oh, you kind of get it, don't you? But you have all these vested interests that keep you in the flat earth now. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It's so, interesting, right? Dude, we need to start a movement, Tom Heinover. What would it be? The bowel movement. <laughs> the bowel. You know, it's, it's got to be something catchy that people really, you know, they want to make it a part of their lives. By the way, this broadcast so far. Oh, wait. Here we go. Laura Walker, 1,200 stars. Walker, Texas Ranger. Let me replay your donation, Laura, if I can click this button. Uh, it says, hang on. It says, have a pharmaceutical CEO on for a chat. Ask them why they rob the very people they're supposed to help. Greed. Interesting. How do I feel about this, Tom Heinberg? Firstly, I don't think they would ever come on for a chat. <laughs> Never. Never. I've invited because them. Because their profit motives are too great. Right. You know? Right. People that are really making money in this country, anybody, like they're not very visible. You know? No, they're like hiding Especially out. Especially if it's nefarious. You exactly. Know I mean? Like the Sackler family. Exactly. Yeah. Laura Walker. You know, honestly, Laura, the more I learn about the healthcare system, the more I'm convinced that pharma is a part of the problem. But man, there's so many other middlemen and other people that are complicit in all this. The pharmacy benefit managers, the group purchasing organizations, uh, insurance brokers that get kickbacks to uh, recommend certain products to employers. Uh, we're all in this. Everybody's trying to make money and they want to protect their turf and pharma is no different and the one thing i will say is like the people who are actually doing the research in pharmaceutical organizations are actually heroic people yeah and they're real scientists and they care deeply about helping people and i've spoken for them before and i've been like you guys are good people right and they'll even say well you know the marketing people will say this but here's the truth about this and 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 we just need more of that to pervade the or organization medicine cannot primarily be a business it has to be. This is why, like, this whole right versus right versus privilege thing in medicine—it's mm. the wrong question. We should just be like, we should be able to do well financially by doing good for people. Set it up that way, and you never have to ask is healthcare a right because everyone will be covered. Also, we should be talking about the incentives that make um, medicine deflationary, like technology is. Right. And right. Getting that correct. Getting that correct. Because right yeah. now medicine is inflationary. The better technology right. you have in medicine, the more it costs. Everywhere and, else, at the the opposite is true. And what that means for anybody who doesn't isn't uh, grokking what I'm saying is that it means that the technology is going to continue to improve and the cost will go down. And we don't have that aligned correctly in healthcare. And we could easily have it aligned. Yeah. 
We really could, but it involves pushing around some entrenched players that have been doing it this way forever right? and changing the way that we really do things. I think fundamentally to fix healthcare, first, you just have radical price transparency, true competition, focus on primary care in terms of where the government does intervene. So in other words, encourage you know loan forgiveness and things mm. for people to train in primary care that are really smart, uh, increase the number of primary care physicians and, and give them time and space and resources and tools to actually coordinate care, prevent disease, and focus on social determinants of health, which is driving most of the problem. And then the entire pie of money becomes less expensive, which means you can have specialists practicing at the top of their game. You can have nurses that are in teams that really get to practice at the top of their game. And then technology enables the human relationship that then you've unleashed. And that's Health 3.0, that's all it is. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Lori Long sent in 75 stars and Andrea Taylor sent in 780 stars. And since they didn't ask a question or anything, I'm going to assume they want to hear you sing. Andrea Taylor, I love you so much. Who was the other one? Uh, Lori Long. Lori Long, Lori Long, Long. Let me rock you, Lori Long, Lori Long, Lori Long. It's all I want to do. I also, don't even know what that is. Susan Phillips, 95 stars. Susan Phillips? Like of Wilson Phillips? Of Wilson Susan Phillips? What was their big hit, Wilson Phillips? Uh, it was like... All the leaves are brown. No, that's the mamas and the papas. The mamas and the papas. Wilson Phillips had that one that was like, when you hold on, hold on just for one, one more day. day. You know, the Dan Band has an amazing cover of that. I've seen it. Yeah. It's tremendous, so actually. Good. The Dan Band. Um, Kevin McKim, 75 stars, checking in. Checking in. Checking in. Uh, Risa gave us 99 problems, but the flat earth ain't one uh, for 99 stars. I like that. She sent us 99 stars for 99 problems. Uh, there it is. Everyone's saying, hold on. Kayla says, uh, I'm still mad at Tom for ruining Endgame for me. Finally got to see it, the movie last week, and all I could think was, I hate you, Tom Heineber. I hate you, Tom Heineber. I still love you 3,000, though. Uh, <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know what Kayla's talking about, Iron Man is hella dead at the end of Endgame. Oh, no. So now you know. Oh. Mm -hmm. someone, someone accused you after that show. They said, you know, Tom Heineber's like that grade school kid who just blurts out the spoiler because <laughs> he just can't control himself. And I'm like, that's right. <laughs> we still love him 3,000. Um, Risa Dubois, did you get that one? I, I got, did. I yeah. got 99 problems in the flat yep, earth thing yep, one. Yep, yep, Damn. Yeah. Listen, anybody who didn't get their stars comment red because I was too busy. This is we'll Illuminati. This is Illuminati symbol, by the way. <laughs> uh, anybody who didn't get their stars comment red because I was too busy uh, talking about the flat earth, message me and I'll send you a rebate in Bitcoin. Okay? You're yeah. welcome. Uh-huh. 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 Uh, speaking of which, Game of Thrones, why has it gone to shit? Yeah. Oh my the groans God. in the audience. Can we talk about Game of Thrones? Let's talk about Game of Thrones. Of Who wants to give us is? stars to give us all the spoilers right now? Game of Thrones. Okay, so here's the thing with Game of Thrones. Big picture. Okay. It's not that the things that are happening in Game of Thrones are inconceivable or unbelievable. No, they're all appropriate. It's that they're all so rushed. Yes. Because, okay. Do you Unearned. Remember, do you remember in season one, there's a whole episode called The King's Road where they travel from the north to the south and they spend part of one episode getting ready to travel part a whole episode traveling and then the next episode part of it arriving it takes the better part of three episodes to just go from one place to another now they zip around the map like it's nothing and it's like okay what are we doing here clearly what's happening is the two creators D and D Weiss and Benioff They've gotten control of the new Star Wars franchise, and they're fucking over it. They're yeah, done at they're HBO. Done. They're done with Game of Thrones, and yeah. they hate us, and they've ruined 
the whole thing. Yeah. And now I'm like, why did I spend a decade watching this bullshit show? We emotionally invested, and then they pulled the rug out at the very end. It's like the goddamn, you know, mm-hmm. Roadrunner and the Coyote. He's like, bucket, bucket, bucket. He's, oh, it's just air underneath him. But he got set up. He was running on the road for 10 years. 100%. And then all of a sudden, and, and that Roadrunner, or showrunner in this case, two showrunners, are just staring at you like, you're going to drop now. Because why? Because Daenerys, sure, she could have gone mad queen. No problem. Develop it right. Oh, Steph- but we said we had foreshadowing. That's Steph- not character Stephanie development. Stephanie Robertson, who gave 530 stars, says, just totally started watching the series. Season three, episode two thus far. Well, then I wouldn't want to tell you about something called The Red Wedding, Stephanie. <laughs> anyway, here's what... No, just... Just kidding. You're still going to love it. I won't do any more spoilers, I people. I highly recommend you guys listen to the audiobooks. They're actually fantastic. And now that the show sucks, those books are coming back. People are like, George R.R., please don't die. Please don't die on me. Don't you die on me, George R.R. you got to finish those last two books. What is it? The Winds of Winter is the next book. Cindy Bernard sent in 530 stars just to say this. And you know what? That deserves a song. Cindy Bernard, take it away, Z. <sighs> Cindy Bernard... I was on a train, and I saw your name, and now I will explain. Thanks for the stars. They caused me pain. <laughs> I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. I, I liked it. I was Did you that, like it? I was, you know, it was pretty good. Should we do some Kenny Rogers? You know? Oh, what if Game of Thrones takes place on the, fla- on the flat earth, bro? <laughs> It is kind of flat. Dude, maybe that's why the seasons are so fucked up. This is this is stoner logic. It is right, bro. Bro, what if what if Westeros is on the flat Earth, bro? You ever thought about that? What if Bron were one of us? Just flat earth like Listen, one of us. Everybody everybody has egg on their face in the Game of Thrones debacle. George R. R. Martin for being a lazy piece of shit and yeah. not finishing these you books. You fat fuck. Yeah. yeah. Benioff and Weiss for fucking up all of this and turning it. It was a special show, Z. It was. And now it's just some dragon bullshit. It's basically Reign of Fire with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right? And I am not down with that. <laughs> oh, what was the movie where they fight the guy fights the dragon and they burn up this princess? It was like from the eighties. It wasn't Conan. It was Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer. Do you remember what's the movie where Sean Connery's the dragon? He is a dragon. Yeah, he's the voice of the dragon. This was like in the nineties. Puff the Magic Dragon. Ah, shit, I forget Stone the name version. Of the movie. It's like Stoneheart or oh. Dragonheart or something like that. Ooh, Dragonheart. Dragonheart. Yeah. Dragon Sean Connery. Drag- I'm a dragon. He's the dragon. Check it out. Yeah. I can blow some fire. Listen, they need to send- Suck it, Trebek. They need to send Smaug up into Westeros. Hell and yeah. just have him fuck everybody he up. He could glamour people with his like small guys. Smaug would just go, go kill the Iron Bank and then sit on other gold. He'd sit on their gold. Yeah. That's what he'd do. There'd be all this <laughs> intrigue. Like Daenerys would be trying to ride him. He'd kick her off and he'd be like, I'm gonna go sit on some gold, bitch. Where are the dwarves at? Oh, Tyrion. Tyrion. He would burn up Tyrion because he's a dwarf. <laughs> Far over misty mountains cold, through dungeons deep and caverns old. I want to know what people who watch this show like tell their friends. It's like, well, you know, sometimes we talk about Game of Thrones, and then we try and fix healthcare, and then we give some stars, and Zubin sings my name, and it's a great time. We have a good time here. <laughs> I, that's pretty much it. <laughs> sing my name, sing my name. You're acting kind of crazy. Yeah, you know, people stop giving us stars because they're like, look at this. Ro- uh, Rosina Marie says, bruh, focus. Mm-hmm. Should we? 
Or should oh, yeah. we not? I don't I'm think so. On healthcare. Puff the Magic Dragon. Sarah Holcomb. Trent Hind. Have you guys ever seen Dragon Dick? I have some pics. <laughs> so wow. Trent's known wow. in the supporter tribe for for theoretically sending dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> That's his thing. It's kind of my, it's kind of my thing, dog. Theoretical dick pics. Theoretical dick pics. Um, somebody spray some Ritalin in the studio, Sarah Holcomb. <laughs> they ought to pipe it in. Never watched Game of Thrones, Craig Brockmiller. Well, now you never should because it's garbage in retrospect. It's Although true. we would have told you different just even before this season began. Although it was going to shit since season seven, right, Tom? Oh, damn. Cindy says 530 stars to get you to stop talking about Game of Thrones. <gasps> All right. She's, I guess she's we paying. Now we got to stop. The Iron Bank of Bravos has spoken. Here's the thing, though, about the Night King is Arya <laughs> stabbed him like a little bitch, you know? And I wasn't down with that. By the way, do you think Arya should win an Emmy? No. Yeah. No. Because all she does is look I miss, like this. I'm, they've killed so many good characters on the show. Like, I miss Littlefinger. Mm, he was I, the best. Varys is dead now. Mm-hmm. I miss my boy Ned Stark. My boy Ned? My boy. They killed my boy Ned. They killed my boy Ned. They killed my boy Cal Drogos. <laughs> Cal Drogos can't die from a paper cut. <laughs> what the heck, man? Um, uh, favorite scene in the entire Khaleesi's series? Khaleesi's evil now? I what know. the heck? Favorite scene in the entire series is where they have that Unsullied cut his own, or they cut his nipple off, and he was just like, no sweat. No sweat, bro. Cut my nipple. I don't also, give a by the fuck. Way, a lot of people have been naming their daughters Khaleesi. Khaleesi and now they're and like, now they're pissed. oh, shit, she's a mass yeah. murderer. Now they're like, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know about her burning down the whole city. Um, yeah, we just kind of call her Kali now, <laughs> which is the Hindu god of destruction also. Fuck. Why did we do this? Shit. <laughs> What do you think, Tom Heineber? Did we do this? I think we did the thing, people. I think we did this. We did a 33 and two second minute show. And stuff. Listen, our world is not flat, but Westeros and Essos flat as fuck. Flat as fuck. You know, Everybody Essos has, has a slight parabola to it. Yes, that's my theory. How dare you? That's why the it's convex. You think? I think it's either convex or concave, but mm-hmm. in the end, it's my parabola. Do do do. I do what I want to do. Now I realize I was set up for a <laughs> lame ass joke. <laughs> a dad math joke. I it's realized, my parabola. I realized too late. I was set up. I'm just like Littlefinger. No, you're just like Admiral Ackbar. There's a right. trap. There's a trap. Uh, I think right, we did homies. this. We yeah. did it. We did it. Call so, it uh, Logan, any parting words of freedom? Yeet. Yeet. <laughs> Thumbnail. Thumbnail. And we out. Hey, it's Dr. Z. Thanks for getting through the whole episode. That's a huge accomplishment. (laughs) And so at this point, I just got to ask you for a few favors because it just helps us so much if you leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. It it just really helps the algorithm to get this message out to others. The second thing is email me, hello at zdogmd.com. I get all these emails personally. I can't respond to them all, but I need to hear your voice because especially on podcast, we don't have a comment section. And I want to hear how this episode affected you, what you'd like to hear in the future, what you think we got wrong, what we think we got right, anything, anything, or just say hi. So that's really powerful. And the third thing is financially, it helps us a lot to support the show in any way you can. And if you go to zdogmd.com forward slash supporters, you can join our supporter tribe on your favorite platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. What that will get you on those platforms is live shows with me that are exclusive for supporters 
and access to our Zoom meetings where we talk about awakening realization and we share with each other our own experience. It's a powerful group effect. It's a community, really. And we support and love each other and share, again, through our own experience, how we're waking up. So, and that that ripples out into systems, into transforming healthcare and education and government. So it st- really starts with us. So join us there if you can. Again, zdogmd.com forward slash supporters. And I'm so grateful to have you with us.